Hello and welcome. Thank you for reserving this hour to join me on Story You Talk Radio. This is one of my favorite hours during the week where you and I get together and we focus on the stories we live by. And those books, those blogs, those brands, wherever it is you are working on right now, that gives you a place to express your story. For some people, it's right around the dinner table. Today, we are going to be diving into a topic that I thought would be a lot of fun. And I titled this show, Go Ahead and Brag. Go ahead, go ahead and brag. Because my experience is that most writers and even people that aren't writing, but people that are expressing their story in some way. Most of us have plenty of challenges that helped us acquire our own wisdom. And however you channel your bragging rights and achievements could work very, very well into your book, your blog, your brand your conversations, your speeches, whatever it might be. But regardless, today I will offer a few tips and help you feel really, really awesome about the notion that you do have bragging rights. And there are ways to do this where you can feel like you're just basically confident and alive bragging about whatever it is and and really not sinking into the background and hiding and cutting off the energy that you should be exuding. So we're going to call this show Go Ahead and Brag. And if for any reason you are curious how to do this and you'd like to write in and ask me a question, I would love to receive your question. You could send it to my email, and that is askcoachdebbie at gmail.com. Askcoachdebbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Askcoachdebbie at gmail.com. You could go to my Facebook page and type in one of your questions right where the comments are. You could send me a personal message. Oh, there's so many ways to reach out. You can even call the radio station. The phone number for the radio station is 1-888-298-5569. That's 1-888-298-5569. And you could use our call letters, KKNW. When you do that, you're going to be connected with Eric. Eric is standing by making sure that your call and my call become one. Let's say hi to Eric today. How you doing, Eric? Hey, good afternoon, Debbie. Yes, I am standing by and would love to uh, patch through some callers to ask you some questions today. Thank you. Thank you so much. If I can just one more time reiterate the number, it's 888-298-KKNW. That's 888-298-5569. How's everything with you? 
Oh, I am doing very well. Here we are in the Seattle area, and we've been enjoying true summer days, yeah? It took a little while to get started, but now that it's going, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. This is the best place to live in the summer. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) I agree, too. And it's a great place to talk about your book, okay? You might have... uh, You might be not writing a big full-length book right now. You might even be thinking about what your next one is going to be about. But regardless, I would love to talk to you about your bragging rights or anything else. I see Annette has written in and Tana has written in and also Jeff. So there's three people right there and I would love... If anyone else would like to get in the queue, go for it. Go for it. I would love to talk to you today. I also want to tell you just a little bit about what I have going on right now for writers. Because if you're listening live or just a little time after, you might be just like me. You might be getting a little sick and tired of this so-called pandemic and I have found that a lot of a lot of the resources we used to have are gone. But my resources for you are alive and well and thriving, and I would love nothing more to serve you. I offer programs for those who are writing their books, whether you want to have a program for 90 days or half a year. You get a lot of hands-on, one-on-one attention from me. I also have a mastermind program that is for writers, but not necessarily for writing a book. It could be that you are constantly writing your own copy, or you are writing the company newsletter, or you are the person in charge of keeping your whole family connected and you do a fair amount of that writing. Or it could just be that every single night before you go to bed, you're taking up time with your journal and you care about the quality of your writing. It doesn't matter if it's a personal project or one that tens of thousands of people eventually will be reading. I work with people that care very much to get the words on paper that they most want to express. So I invite you to check out my website, www.coachdebbie.com. Again, that's D-E-B-B-Y. And at any time, just go over and book a call. They're for 20 to 30 minutes at a time. They're free. We can talk about anything that's on your mind. It's not a sales call. It's not an opportunity for me to make sure you sign up for something. But it is an opportunity for us to find out what are your needs right now. So I invite you to take a look at that. www.coachdebbie.com So today, let's launch into this idea that you have bragging rights. Now, you might not be all that comfortable thinking about it, like what 
what have I done to deserve bragging rights? What, what, what can I share in my brag that someone else isn't already sharing? What have I even done on my journey, on my life that would be worthy of bragging? And, and that, that mind of yours might be like my mind, or at least what I used to entertain, which was, if I brag, I'll lose friends. That's not how Dale Carnegie uh, influenced people and gathered lots of friends. It wasn't through bragging. I don't, I don't want to do that. Actually, I want to direct you back to people that brag well. I mean, think about it. People that go and give a TED Talk, what are they doing? They're kind of bragging on that they have something to share. And most of those TED Talks are 8 to 22 minutes, depending on topic, depending on stage. But you got you to gotta have some guts to go out there and stand in the little red circle and brag on about your brand. Let's talk about Brene Brown for a minute. Brene Brown wrote the book, uh, The Gift of Imperfection, uh, Daring Greatly. Uh, She's written some just amazing books. And really her whole MO is to teach us about shame and vulnerability. So you might think, well, a lady like that, she's just going to be nice and demure and quiet and soft-spoken, and stay home. And she's none of those things. <laughs> she's, she's very candid about her brand, and she does it from high-profile spotlights. I mean, she and Oprah hang quite tightly together. When you're doing that, you are bragging on your brand. And I, I would call this confidence. It takes confidence to brag about what you do best. But because you are confident, it doesn't really feel like you're bragging. I mean, truth be told, I spend an hour a week with you over the airwaves. And a lot of people might see a certain negativity and chutzpah in having a one-hour radio show. You know, why doesn't she have a seven-minute radio show? Can't she get it all out there in seven minutes? No, I want to hog up a full hour here. I want to really expose you to the work I do because you know what? I think I do really great work. (laughs) And I've been working really hard at it for a really long time. I've been on a writing journey, I mean, I think it's fair to say, since I got my first journal, since I was 10 years old. I've been on a tutoring journey, working one-on-one, tutoring people through the good habits of writing since I was 26 years old. And I'm nowhere near 26 anymore. I'm 54 and a half to be specific today. Today, 
I am 54 and a half years old. And I've been sitting with people one-on-one, sometimes five days a week, tutoring them through creative writing, through literature, through all sorts of ways to express their thoughts and ideas. I was a professor of writing for 20 years. I feel like I have earned the right to brag that I know what I'm doing and that I'm constantly investing to learn more. Yep. And when I get going, you can't quiet me down. I mean, just try. You have to sit on me to get me to quiet down. And again, I think it comes back to the idea that I have some confidence now. I feel like I really know what I'm doing. And when I don't, I go back, I invest in a coach, I take a class, I study, and I reappear. But I really try to never go into a deep hiding. You know what that's like when you feel like everything you've had to offer, you've already offered. And so you might as well go away. I do everything I can to not allow myself to do that for more than about two or three days at a time. And where does this come from? Bragging rights come from confidence. And confidence comes from putting in the time. And putting in the time comes from making a decision that what you care about matters. And making that decision usually comes from, at one point, feeling really numb and deciding you're not going to settle for that anymore. At some point, all you're doing is showing up and offering what you know and offering it to the people you care about and doing what you do best. That deserves some bragging rights. As I said, it takes a certain chutzpah to keep getting up and showing up. Let me tell you some people that I know that have been doing it for a really long time. I know someone named Laura who gets up and helps people make the match between their values and the home they want to live in. Week after week, she is showing people how you don't just buy a home, but how you acquire a property that is a perfect match for you. I know a lady named Annette, who is an image consultant, and day after day, often on Saturdays and Sundays too, she is up crafting away at what she does best, finding a medium in which she can offer it, and bringing her brand, the definitive style, to her audience and to her potential audience. She does this day after day, week after week, year after year. My dear friend Steve, a poet, a teacher, a presenter, He is up week after week. I believe back when I was in high school, he started showing up on a weekly basis, 
offering classes to students, many students who were immigrants, who had very, very new speaking skills in the English language, who had a limited number of words to work with, day after day and week after week, summers included, might I ask, he signs a teaching contract and he shows up and he offers what he does so well to student after student after student, probably a hundred thousand students at this point. If you want, we could keep this microphone in front of me for days and I could just keep going on and on about people that I believe have magnificent bragging rights, let alone the celebrities that we already know with bragging rights. So as we go to our first break here, I want you to think about this. In what way do you have a bragging right? And in what way can I support you in putting that on? Stay tuned. We're going to come right back and talk more about your bragging rights. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Our veterans risked it all to protect our freedom. One of the best ways to say thank you is to volunteer to support them. At a time in history where kindness is a virtue, volunteering means a lot. For over 47 years, Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization, with the support of citizens like you, have delivered therapy kits to veterans who need them. To volunteer or learn more, visit HealVets.org. That's HealVets.org. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back. This is Story U Talk Radio. I am your host, Coach Debbie, and I would love to take your questions today. We're talking about your bragging rights, but if you want to send in a question about anything, especially about your your book, your blog, your brand, anything you're writing, any way you are expressing yourself, I would love to take your question. You can write to me at askcoachdebbie at gmail.com. Askcoachdebbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y at gmail.com or you can go to my Facebook page and just send in a question for today's show. I really believe that our bragging rights grow right out of our confidence. And my very first tip to you around claiming that you have the right to brag is that you are bragging on everyone you know to include. So, for example, I was reminded today about 
an accomplishment with uh, my friend Cynthia Mullis. She was the, let's see, uh, she started as the layout editor for a college magazine and and went on and held different posts uh, throughout the years. She was brilliantly talented in understanding what a beautiful magazine layout should look like. She was very good at managing people. She was really good at productivity and timelines. She was absolutely an ideal student to have on board. That year, that very first year, she came to work with the magazine. I was still quite new as the the faculty advisor for that magazine and I knew a lot about competitions and I wanted our magazine to be of such caliber that we could enter those competitions. So long story short, not only was it Cynthia and I, but there was also another faculty member, Christine, who was an amazing coach for the students. And I believe about six or seven other students at that time. Jenica, um, it was the year uh, after Lydia. I'm remembering all of us sitting around. Sarah Weinholds was on that group. We were all sitting around and we had, we had gotten to the point where the magazine for that year, and keep in mind, this is all the poetry, the short stories, the photography, the images of sculpture, all of that in one year of honoring the people at the college and in the community. And we're, we're entering that magazine in state and region regional and uh, national contests. And up until that point, we had won in the state a few times and we had been recognized in the region. But this year, we went to number one. And let me tell you, no matter where I was on campus that year, that we went to number one. I carried copies of that magazine with me. I handed them out to faculty. I handed them out to students when they came to my my um, office and they would talk about how they were having a hard time thinking about a, a major. And I would say, well, let me show you what some students who have made up their minds around a major have produced here at the college. I was so proud. You could not stop me. I was so crazy proud that those students had come together and worked on a project for a year and went all the way to number one. And so when I celebrated, I celebrated the whole team. It's true I was proud of myself. It's true that I was terrified going into that job. I made loads of mistakes. 
I live to listen to people tell me about those mistakes. But in the end, those judges thought it was a great book and they rewarded us. And because of that, because we came together and we got that award, we all of a sudden had confidence. I mean, you can do great work and in the back of your mind know that, hey, this is looking pretty good. But when the outside world steps in and says, good job, sends you a blue ribbon, you know, tells you that it's the best out of all they read. Yeah, you all of a sudden have confidence and you have to use that. That's your bragging right. That's your time to stand under the light and point that light at all the people that were involved because it gives you so much energy. This is the point. You are acknowledging all that went into it, all the people, all the energy, and you're bragging and finding voice around this so that it takes you to whatever's next. I really believe this. If you don't stop and celebrate all that you've done, you might not do much else. You got to really take time and enjoy that all of that work turned into something. Now you might be saying, well, I don't have my blue ribbon yet. They didn't etch my name into a big plaque that's now mounted on the student administration building when people walk in. Okay, you know, okay, I hear ya. But you know what your accomplishments are. And if you're like me, before you got a big fat blue ribbon, (laughs) you might be that person that puts your accomplishments in the closet later on. Do you know once I helped a friend clean out his storage locker and it was full of trophies? What were those trophies doing in a storage locker? He was one of the best soccer players in the state of Washington. And he had rented a storage locker that cost him money every single month to put these big, beautiful trophies. What was he thinking? You have a trophy, even if it's still in your heart and in your mind. You have trophies for what you have accomplished. And one of the ways you can start is to brag on all the people that helped you get there, all the people that saw what was going on and were a part of it, all those people that you invested in for knowledge. I really think it's essential. It's essential to channel that energy by including everyone that's helped you and really let that energy catapult you to what is next. We have this question from Tana. I just need a little water here. Tana has written in and says, 
I was once shut down in a big way with a group of moms after beefing up my son's character. I felt so ashamed. It's like they scolded me for seeing that my little guy has so much emotional intelligence. Anyway, I stopped I stopped going to meetings with this group of moms. I never found out why. What's that word? I never found out. Oh, I never found out why they couldn't accept hearing stories about my son, except for the fact that he really was emotionally strong and not so strong in his academics. Maybe I should have kept myself quiet, but at the time, I was so proud. And I felt so brave for even opening my mouth. Wow, Tana. Thank you. I'm sorry I stumbled over some of your words there. Thank you for sending this in. Uh, I didn't see a question, Tana. But what I want to say about that is I'm betting that a lot of people can relate to this. You're talking about being shut down because you were confident at a time when it's possible that those moms in your presence weren't feeling the same confidence. And so in, instead of them welcoming your news, they became, you know, a little competitive, a little, little um, insecure around your confidence and, and you're bragging, rightfully so, that, uh, what did you call your son? It was so cute. That my little guy, yes, you were talking about your little guy having emotional intelligence. I'm thinking he's a, he's a young kid. Uh, how many young kids really have a developed sense of emotional intelligence? Not that many. So if you're sitting there feeling proud, I mean, maybe too it was that you also were aware of his intuition and you were aware simply that he was scaling, um, not, not monetarily scaling, but scaling in an intelligence that we don't often honor. And you say at the end that maybe his scholastics isn't as strong. But even if that was off-putting to the moms, it was only off-putting because they weren't bringing forward their bragging rights. If they had, they would have received yours. I find this to be true. When, Whenever... Tana, whenever I am talking to people about something I'm really proud of, I ask them about things they're really proud of. I might not put it in those exact words, but I want to know. I'm not interested in being the only one that gets to talk. I, I want to know. I get a lot of energy from knowing how well things are going with people. I also feel like my world is more in sync when I'm not just, I mean, you know I'm a coach. I take in 
a lot of information from people of what's not going well. One of the things that helps me stay balanced is to know what does go well for people. And that comes through when people shine with their bragging rights. It could be, too, that because I'm a teacher, I'm constantly wanting to know how my students are doing and what they're up to and what matters so much to them and what... uh, what, what is it that makes them really feel like they have life moving through them? Anytime we're bragging, we are standing in that confidence again, and life is moving through us. I think it's one of the healthiest things we can do. I think it could even heal a broken heart. When you are truly, truly bragging on what you and your team, your family, your friends, your teachers, those who have influenced you, whatever it is you've created together, when you're bragging on how well that has gone or how happy you are about the outcome, it's, it's, not, um, it's not an ugly thing by any means. And yet... I have witnessed, I'll just put out this side note here. I have witnessed people that don't brag well. (laughs) So now all of a sudden I'm thinking why people might be a little more timid. Because if you're not bragging well, and including those that have supported you and those that rose high with you so that your goals could be met... If you're bragging in, in such a way that, you know, you're kind of saying I'm the only one on the planet that could ever have come up with this. And, oh, thank the Lord that I did. And, and whew, I'm just making a, I'm making a crazy wonderful difference, aren't I? You know, it, I, I'm I'm having a great time ad-libbing this here. If if that's the the stature that people take when they talk about themselves, yeah, we should all run. We should run real fast. But most people that want to brag want to do it because they're confident and proud. They've been on some kind of journey. This is my second point here. Most people bragging have been on some kind of journey where in the heroics journey, we talk about being in the return. You're coming home with this elixir of information for people. And it's because you were willing to go out there and risk all to endure whatever you had to endure and come back with your wisdom. When you do that, yeah, you should be bragging on of what now is possible for you and what's possible for others. I think it is important that we always keep learning. And if I didn't listen intently to people in their subtle ways of bragging, let alone in 
a more grand way of bragging about their team. In fact, I just heard a woman talk about her team and how they overcame what they thought was going to be bankruptcy during the pandemic. And they pulled through all of them together. And while she was telling me the story, she was on fire. It was it was just a blaze of amazement, really. It was wonderful. I was so happy to sit there and witness her story as she just bragged on about what her people had done for the company. And and I really think that that, that is the kind of thing that gives us a lot of life. So listen, I've got two more people that have questions here, uh, Annette and Jeff. So let's take one more break and we will come right back. Are you ready for something real, raw, upfront, and honest? Then tune in each Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here for Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and the host, Sakura Sutter. This show is unlike anything you have ever heard and was created to help others to help themselves. Hear me follow up with guests I have hypnotized and see how it has improved their lives. I will also spotlight amazing people from around the world. There's skin tips, live readings, and answers to life's burning questions. Join us each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Hey there, it's Kristen Ralph Finkbeiner. I am the host of a great show you're going to want to listen to called Breaking Through. It's here on Mondays at 5 a.m. We tackle the top topics facing our nation with experts from across the country that bring news to you in Washington State that talk about how your voice matters, how you can best be heard, and how you can make a difference. We're on right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. at 5 a.m. on Mondays. Breaking through. Be there. Five things you need to know about measles in 30 seconds. The vaccine was developed in 1963, and measles became rare in the U.S. But low vaccination rates are now causing outbreaks that may put you at risk. Measles is highly contagious and spreads easily when an infected person breathes or coughs. Measles can have serious complications and can be deadly. It's also easy to prevent with a vaccine that's safe and effective. Please make sure you and your loved ones are vaccinated. Learn more at nfid.org measles. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I'm Coach Debbie, and I'm so delighted that you have taken this hour to spend with me. I love to bring you topics about writing and blogging and writing your own brand, creating your book, and I have loads of offers whether you would like to work together for 90 days, for half a year, or for a full year. I have a mastermind program that is coming up here in August. I'm very excited about it. I only offer this once a year, and it is a nine-month program, and you have the option to extend for a full year and work privately just a little extra. And that mastermind program is for the person that has writing in their life, but you're not necessarily doing a book. You, You could be, but... What you're doing is you are committing 
that writing is part of your life and you want to be masterful as a writer. And so we go through this program with others and one-on-one. If you would like the details, all you need to do is send me a little email at askcoachdebbie, askcoachdebbie at gmail.com, and that's spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Or you can go to my website, www.coachdebbie.com. Again, that's D-E-B-B-Y. And just sign up for a consultation. Tell me a little bit about what's on your mind regarding writing. I'll take you through a few questions and we'll figure out what would be a great match for you. Today we are talking about your bragging rights. I really believe in this. I really feel like when you have that sense of confidence about your writing, your book, your brand, your sharing of conversation with family, wherever it is you express yourself, at work, on stage, anywhere, if you can do this well, You will build more confidence and you will shine a light on all of those that have helped you get there and you're just bringing better and better and better energy where it would be so easy to just go off and hide. That's not what helps the world go round. Uh Uh-uh. We need vibrancy to keep this world going around. <laughs> Absolutely. And we need it right now. So let's let's go to Annette's question. She says, Annette is a, um, just so you know, Annette is an image consultant in Seattle. I had mentioned her earlier in the show. Her brand is called Definitive Style. And if you want to know anything about image, I bet you she knows the answer. She's one of those ladies that stands very tall in her excellence. And anytime I have seen her, she has just been put together to the nines. It's beautiful to watch her. Yet she sends in this question about bragging rights. And she says, it's always easier to brag on others versus myself. How do you toot your own horn without tooting it too loud and coming across as self-centered? Yep, it's a it's a really valid question. What I what I want to say about this is it is definitely easier to brag on others than ourselves. And so we should do it often. But when we are bragging on ourselves, I want you to think about this. Bragging is your confidence in action. Bragging is your confidence in action. So when you are offering that certain brag, it might not come across directly to others that that's exactly what you're doing. But in a way, what you're doing is you're sharing yourself. You're sharing a little more depth of your character. It's either because of something direct. For example, you might say something like, 
I had a wonderful day last month. I got a group of women together and we did a runway show. And it was so exciting to see these women come alive and to have the opportunity to dress them and and to show them that they could shine in new styles. Now, if you were listening closely, those are words that could come right out of your mouth, Annette, because you've done exactly that. So you started talking about the women that were walking down the runway and and talking about how they were shining but you also got in there if you use these words that you you were actually the one that put together those outfits and that was running the show so a brag doesn't have to be look at me look at me look at me It can just be promo marketing talk of what you are great at. It can be something super direct like that. You do runway shows. You dress those women. You help women understand how to put together an amazing outfit that might be outside of their comfort zone but makes them stand even taller than they would stand without it. So that's a very direct example. And for some people, that's just tooting their own horn. But what I would say is if you're not comfortable tooting your own horn, then it's usually just showing that there's something about your business or your brand or your book or your own style that you want to get more comfortable with. Now, I'm thinking that That's something that comes and goes. Our confidence isn't always on at 100%. So, Annette, when you said it's always easier to brag on others versus myself, I would use that as a conversation starter. Begin with focusing on them, but don't leave yourself out. Don't leave yourself out because when you're in conversations, People want to know about you. They want to know about you. And when you speak from confidence, you're often exercising your bragging rights. I really do believe it. Bragging is your confidence in action. Here, I'll show you a way you can do it a little more indirectly. So, for example, um, I have... I have my own brand where I help people write. And like I said in my first tip, we've we've all journeyed. Actually, it was my second tip. We've all journeyed through some sort of situation where we come back with wisdom. And that's that's very true for me. The only reason I can help people write is because of the journeys I have gone through. So There are times when I tell people about ways that I gained confidence, even if it's not directly related to writing. One of the ways I brag about myself, let me tell you, I have shared this story in in many circles. 
I tell people that at age 51, when a lot, a lot of things in my life were not going well, I made the decision that it was time to learn how to swim. And part of the reason I did that was because I was experiencing so many things in my life that scared me. But nothing, nothing in the world could scare me more than swimming. Except maybe something absolutely hideous to think about, but we won't go there. In, in regular everyday life, the thing that scared me the most was swimming. And it occurred to me that I had some of that, that similar fear in my writing past where I thought one of the most terrifying things I could ever do would be to send in an article of mine for publication. But because I did it, and because it was eventually accepted, I gained a certain confidence about that. And let me tell you, I bragged about it. I bragged about getting published, and I found myself doing it again and again. And that led to me having experience. And that led to me having a brand where I can help people with their writing. But another reason that I tell people about my swimming experience comes back to my third point and my final point for this show around bragging. And that is once you have at some point in your life, either resisted something or made terrible errors, later, when you find the confidence to meet it, it almost becomes humorous or just interesting and fun to learn about. But way, way, way back in the beginning, no, 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 it was not fun. Way, way, way back in the beginning for me, that swimming story, well, the backstory of that was that you know, every chance I had ever had to learn about swimming, I dodged it. I did everything I could to live a full life and never have to meet that fear and that phobia. But honestly, I think one of the reasons I brag that I got off the couch when Everything just seemed to be going wrong. And I chose to take on swimming lessons was because I, I needed to know I could count on myself. And I had to know I could count on myself in the biggest way possible. And that meant meeting a big fear. And a person who meets big fears can walk others through their big fears. And guess what? I don't teach swimming, and I don't see myself ever doing it, <laughs> but I meet people all the time, and what's their big fear? Writing their book. What's their huge fear? Outlining their brand. What's the fear that they think is going to throw them over the edge? Creating a blog. I'm not afraid of that stuff. But part of the reason I'm not afraid of it is because I've done things that scared me. And I've done things that scared me to the core of my being, like learning how to swim. 
And what I think, Annette, just coming back to your point, is we can start by bragging on the people we love the most, but we can also tell stories where we are indirectly or very directly aligned with confidence. And it doesn't look like bragging in the negative way. And if you ask me, it's because it's not. Bragging in the most positive way is your confidence in action. Looks like I have one minute to get to Jeff. Jeff says, I brag like a madman. When I produce the company newsletter, I often start off with something so complimentary to the company. In fact, once I get going, it's hard for me to shut it off. (laughs) Okay, good on you, Jeff. I don't see a question. So all I'm going to say here is I think it's beautiful that you believe so strongly in your company. That's exactly what being confident and bringing it into action looks like. You put it in words. You put it in the company newsletter. You invite people to see the energy you have for that company. Uh, You didn't tell me if you're an entrepreneur. You said, when I produce the company newsletter, I'm going to think you're an employee for the company. So what I'm going to say is, you're doing a great job for them. You're bragging on for them. You're their spokesperson. And that's exactly what we should do as a means of bringing a lot more light to this world. It's something we can do now, even when we're locked down. So brag on. If you need permission, I grant it. (laughs) It takes a lot of confidence to say that. So there it is. You have my permission. I welcome you to come back every Thursday at 4 o'clock for my live show. Or if you're up early on Friday, 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I wish you a great week. Namaste, my friends. <music>